Hey everyone, I want to welcome you to the first ever inaugural episode of Warrior EDU, the Warrior EDU podcast. Leah Pelletier, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. It's Friday here, the first full week of digital Ooh. learning. So it feels like an accomplishment has happened this week. So I'm doing good. How are you doing, Jeff? I am. I am great. I, it is Friday that that um, I don't think that escapes anyone that it is Friday. And it definitely, it, fe it feels like a Friday. But as somebody reminded me today, like they said, hey, Dr. P, you're the one who taught me every day is a Friday. And so I'm like, oh, man, did I really say that? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta be careful what you say sometimes. <laughs> gotta bring that excitement every single day. So Leah, I'm glad you are here with me and that you have agreed to co-host this podcast. It's such an exciting new venture. I think people are just going to love it. I know. I'm so excited to be here. And I just, I, being, I love listening to podcasts and I guess I never really thought that I would be co-hosting a podcast. So when you brought up the idea, I was super excited to explore this new venture and, and just get into this new project and this new avenue in life. And so I'm really excited and honored that you reached out and wanted to do this. Yeah, well, you know, I think I think it's critical, and I think you know you, you're the one who um, you know kind of reminded me that hey, you know what? I mean, there are other ways to to do professional learning and professional development, and you know, I've, I since I was a kid, I've always been such a big reader, and um, it wasn't until just a few years ago where I discovered podcasts, and then this year podcasting like being being a podcaster so i mean that's been that's been pretty exciting and i've really really enjoyed this and i think that um since we're all in the same boat here you know not just here in our district but across across the nation you know across the world really with this pandemic going on i think we have to be open and and willing to look for new ways to provide people with different types of learning with different types of um, professional development and if we can do that for people here our, our, with our listeners, then I think that I think that's a win. So um, the Warrior EDU podcast really came out of a desire to to hear teacher stories. I mean, the Warrior EDU is a as I think of it is a collective space offering educators various opportunities for professional development and learning. And what started out as a Facebook group branched off into a Twitter chat, which we hold on Wednesday nights every other week, um, and now a teacher voice podcast. So we're really looking to, to amplify teacher voices, to hear their stories, including the hard parts, you know, how people are finding ways to cope, how they're finding ways to push through what's really like in the trenches, whether that's in physical, you know, physically, in face-to-face -face instruction or, or digitally, right? So we want your war stories, the good and the bad. We want to hear your silver linings because we're all learners and because we grow through learning from one another. Absolutely. And we are so excited to welcome our very first guest to this podcast. Yeah. We want to get in the war room here with our friend Jim Love. Hi, Jim. Hey, Jim. Welcome. Hi, guys. I am overjoyed to be in the war room. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, Jim. We're we're excited to have you here, and uh, Jim, I you know what I I met you two years ago now here at East Campus in in the school district, and I was introduced to you by by Leah actually, and I I want to really help you know I want our listeners to understand 
how you came to be here and part of uh, of the high school district. And so to do that, I think um, we need to hear from both you and Leah. Like, how did this thing, how did this, how did this start with you? You know, with the Illinois Leadership Seminars and how you two first met. I mean, both of you, I mean, talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah, what was it like 13 years ago now when we were just little babies in high school? <laughs> sure were. It was a, it was a Friday morning. Uh, it was, it had rained the night before. I remember this very well. And I showed up to the campus of North Park University where the ONI Leadership Seminars is held. So to give you backstory on that, right? Uh, um, the ONI Leadership Seminars is an organization that Lee and I have been involved with for you know, thir nine, 13 years, 14 years, uh, not to show our age, but no. Um, so we, we were both nominated by our, our respective high schools to attend this leadership seminar where you don't know anyone you sort of show up and, uh, you know, and you're challenged a lot in all sorts of different ways um, through, through your leadership style. Uh, you have to take a stand for some, some beliefs, all, all, all sorts of things that really kind of develop and mold um, a, a, a leader to be an even better leader as it goes on. Um, but I was fortunate and blessed enough to be put uh, into a group where uh, Leah was the counselor of, of that group. So I was, I was her student. She led me through the weekend and uh, I guess, I guess that's how friendships are formed. <laughs> so uh, it's pretty wild though. I mean, honestly, when you look back at it, you know, how, how much, you know, of course we've grown, um, you, know, for, you know, obviously as friends and as people and um, just to, I, like having that base though of, of that weekend and that atmosphere uh, to really kind of propel it forward. And um, and it, we chose to keep the friendship, which is great, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and yeah, it was, it was wild. And I will say that, you know, that experience being there at the only leadership seminars for three days. Um, and I know, yeah, I know that you'll totally, you know, compliment this is you know, put me on a trajectory for what I'm doing for, you know, for my passion and, and my life's work. Uh, I would say my vocation is probably a better way to put it. And, and that's, um, you know, that's speaking to, students and now all ages but particularly why I got into this was for students uh, who who are you know not sure of, of themselves and just need a push to be more confident and to accept themselves as the leader that I know they are um, because I needed that when I was 16 and I got it you know and uh, and I'll, I never look back to you know to be frank so uh, it's just a really you know what a, what a beautiful opportunity we were given but that's that's my side okay let you give yours too yeah I mean I think back just I could tell how much we've grown since then just from your voice because you know you're an adult man now and we're you know, approaching 30s and uh, but I remember my first impression of you when you showed up to the group and and uh, you're a little sophomore about to be junior and I was just a junior about to be senior only a year older um, but you know introducing all of ourselves and and he says my in his little squeaky prepubescent voice uh, my name's Jim love and like put a lot of <laughs> emphasis on the love and that was like that was that's it great, for the weekend great. you know we all love everybody loved Jim love oh, and gosh. all like all 150 <laughs> people probably there knew that there was this guy named Jim Love and which just spread like wildfire just like I remember that. you were way cooler than I was let me just say it that way like you you had like and I mean that in a good way like I envy that you kind of had this like vibe that was like I'm, I'm like like not like you were crazy when you needed to be and you were like super serious when you needed to be and I didn't have I was always crazy I was way <laughs> too turned up and like that's just to be honest with you that's the way I still am but you like you totally hit I remember being like okay this girl's cool and I'm like I like kind of have to get on her level 
We're gonna see how this goes. That was, that was where my that's where my head was at. It was awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad that's the impression I gave off. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing, but it kind of it's it's interesting to think about how that experience led Jim to his vocation, and it definitely really influenced and led me to go into the world of teaching too. And just having that experience of working with high school students in particular was what made me choose to teach high school too. And even though I was in high school myself when I started it, but then as years went on through college and started to really figure out that that was that was the thing that I loved doing the most and if I could I was like I was like if I could make ILS a job how could I do that and then suddenly it dawned on me that teaching was probably the next best thing since ILS was volunteer and I couldn't get paid to do that so I needed to <laughs> support myself somehow so so yeah so I think it's so cool you you know found a way and, and I, I would say this because I try and do this when I'm when I'm in front of a, a crowd of bringing that atmosphere that we learned and why I think we really came out of our shells, if you will, of acceptance and, and uh, you know, and of, of growth, right? Uh, and you don't get that everywhere. You know, I, I mean, just, to, you know, there's just so many places where you don't get that, but um, to go into a room and be told that it's okay to be who you are is a big deal. I mean, that's, that just doesn't happen often. And I think that you're able to provide that. I hope that when I walk into a room and, and, and can speak, I'm able to provide that. Jeff, I know you do on a daily basis. Like that's, that's awesome. And, and I can tell you that when I went to McHenry East, you know, two years ago and, and Jeff first met you, that vibe was, was so clear to me. And, uh, and, and I think this, you know, the students that were there that day, and I know, you know, some of them have gone on, some of them are still there. Uh, they, they embodied that. And I think that their, their level of like, enthusiasm when you walked in the door, Jeff, like that's a big deal. Like you just don't get that, like with, you know, with other administrators and, you know, certainly some have that, but, uh, but like you set, you set a vibe and you set a tone that like, we're, we're here, we're ready to rock and, and, and we love it here, you know, and that's, uh, that's such a big deal for school. So I, I that was really the first, you know, sort of, it was kind of like a, um, an ILS moment for me almost where I, I had that, you know, that atmosphere at ILS. And then as I had more, you know, experiences and, and had the opportunity to go speak at, at your school, like it felt the same, which was, which was really cool. So I commend you both for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's really, I think that's really important. And, and um, I, you know what, as a, as a former high school student myself, um, <laughs> I, I, I could, I, I had, I did not have a good high school experience. You know, I went, uh, I went to two different schools as Leah knows, we, we, we were, uh, we, Your rivals. we went to, we went to the same, we were in the same district. Yeah. And obviously uh, a little bit of a couple few years, years a few years apart, but um, uh, so, you know, I just didn't have a, the great high school experience, you know, and, and I think throughout all of my experiences, I've always, uh, you know, uh, kind of unfortunately, like learned from learned what not to do from people instead of having these really positive, great role models. And so I think when, when it came to school administration, you know, I I've had this, just this vision of of being a certain person for somebody like you always hear like be the adult that you wish you had in your life right not that i didn't have adults in my life and you know uh, uh, but but positive role models for me outside of my my family that was hard to come by for me you know and so you you mentioned you know this shell of acceptance right i mean i, I love that phrase and i think that's key so so in your role jim i mean talk a little bit about what you do now and um and you know you mentioned also this trajectory to want to encourage high school students and so what is it about what what you can do that can encourage teachers to just you know continue to encourage students and and how do we how do we 
break into this shell of acceptance. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah. I'll, I'll just start, you know, with, with, you know, what I, what I do generally, yeah. uh, you know, is I, I, I go to schools, to conferences, to organizations, to meetings, to street corner for whoever wants to hear me to, to, to speak about, you know, about authentic leadership and about what I've learned. Uh, you know, it's my life experiences that have taught me, whether it's mental health or self-love or gratitude, all those different things. And, um, so I had always known, I mean, truly since I was 16, the first day that Leah met me when I was, a, you know, a, going through puberty, that was a tough time for me, Leah, so thank you for bringing that up. Uh, so <laughs> I've always known really since that time that, uh, that I wanted to speak, you know, and, and I, I didn't know what I wanted to speak about, but, you know, I just, at that time, it was more of like a selfish, I'm the youngest kid and I want to be in front of a crowd type of thing. It grew into an actual message, but I suppose it's got to start somewhere, uh, and, and really, you know, when I started writing down these thoughts about leadership and, and, uh, and Jeff, to your point, like what I learned not to do, which I think is really important. Um, and I've had a couple of those experiences, right? And then, um, you know, conversely, what I learned to do and, and really mesh those up into like this, this boiling pot of leadership, if you will, but had all these thoughts and then finally had a couple of tough life experiences that I, I was able to write down and really form a story. And, uh, and now, you know, I, I've, I've spoken probably, I would guess about 60-ish times, um, you know, around the Midwest to schools as big as, you know, 2000 and um, a room as small as five, you know, whoever is willing to, willing to hear it. And, and really my goal is every student or parent or whomever age, you can be eight or 88, I'll, you know, I'll talk to you, uh, is, is to have like, accept that they're a leader and then to be comfortable with that and then now to go share it. And, and that's, that's really what, cause I think, I think when we hear the term leader, you know, we're constantly thinking of like CEO and, and, you know, sort of these top dog statuses, which is great. Those are leaders, but like, that's not, you know, you living your life in the small ways that you approach things is, is, you know, leadership, like holding the door open for someone is a small way to be a leader. Like that's the kind of thing I look at. And so I've, I've like evolved this message. I've, I honestly wrote this message at first for ILS, the, the seminar we were just talking about, like, that's what I had in mind. And then as I kind of continued to give it and took experiences, didn't say no. I was like, I'll talk to whomever. I realized that everyone needed to hear that. It wasn't just, you know, a 16 year old leader. It was a lot of different folks. And, and uh, so I've, I've evolved that and, and, you know, really kind of in actually the last couple of years, I've had a couple of experiences too, where I've been able to put it in. But um, what I found like this shell of acceptance part, um, this is kind of a weird way to put this, but uh, for me, like speaking to whomever it is, uh, me being myself, is what I'm like, I'm trying to encourage every student to be themselves. And like, that's cool. Like, do you unapologetically is something I've said for years. And like, I love that phrase, do you don't apologize about it. So when I'm up there, I do me and, uh, and I make mistakes and I make fun of myself. Like that's, that's my humor, you know, but like that's in, in a student, you all know, this can pick up pretty quickly if you're not being yourself. And if you're kind of have a mask on, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're good critics. And, and so my, what I try and do is not only tell them, how to, you know, to be themselves, but also show them how to do it. And so what you see is what you get, you know, for me, and I pride myself on that. That's kind of my brand and I don't, I don't change it. You know, I, um, and you know, for, I've had people give me advice here and there. I'm like, if I, if I'm going to tell a student to be themselves and I'm not doing it, you know, then, then that's, that's a problem. So, uh, in terms of like, I know this was a small part of your question, but in terms of like teachers right now, you know, I think it's easy to be in a classroom and have it be normal time and, and saying this, but right now, like you're going to mess up. <laughs> like you're, you're going, it's going to happen. If it hasn't like, you know, I applaud you, but it's going to, right. It's going to happen. You guys just went through a week. I'm sure stuff happened. Own it. 
Like, like, oh, that's fine. Like, like laugh about it. And I think the more you create an environment where it's okay, like it's, it's okay to laugh at a mistake. It's okay to just pick up and go. Like that's not only a life lesson, but in the moment the student's going to be like, okay, I can take a breath and know that like, we're going to be in this together. You know, we're all in this together. I know that's become such like this, you know, cliche phrase, but truly you can, you can do that now virtually. Like if I was giving you a lesson right now, and I, you know, drop the computer, I'd be like, well, that didn't go well. Like, I, like, it's just small things like that, where I feel like, you know, you can just really allow students the room to do that themselves as well, you know, and, and, and uh, I just think that that's like a small way to do it, right? But, but when we're starting off, you know, like, let's all be on the same page. Like, I would be like, you know, this is, this is weird. Like, I get it, we're gonna do it, and we're gonna make it work, but it's weird. And um, it's not ideal, but let's let's do it like we do all things, right? Warrior pride, like, let's let's go into this together and make it happen. So um, that's, that's like, that's what I, you know, I do, of course, now I'm offering my talks via Zoom, um, which, which is, is weird, but you know, it's, it's what we're gonna have to do for a little while. So, um, you know, it'll work, but that's, I, I hope, I know that was a sort of a verbal diarrhea here, but I, I hope that that it kind of explains, like, I just think that approach is so important. Right to, to own to own it and and walk with each other and uh, you know and you could be a leader certainly but but we're all kind of on the same page at this moment. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that about the there's such a pressure to try to make sure everything runs perfectly and that it's going to all go so smoothly and I think because we're in this time where kind of all eyes are on teachers right now because there's so much perception from society about this digital learning and everybody's got their own opinions. And so we don't want to mess it up. We want it to be like the best it can possibly be. But I think that our students learn so much from our example of when we, when we go through failures and we can talk about our previous life failures and things like that, but we can also fail right in the moment in a Zoom meeting with them or Zoom nas nationwide goes down and we have to figure out what we're gonna do. Um, and so having our students kind of see that failure happening in real life and how as an adult, like we still, we still survived. At the end of the day, we were still there and we were fine. And that, that the power of that example, even that, you know, it's okay. And that our students still learn something from us. That's a, a really big life lesson beyond just whatever, you know, math lesson or science lesson we were trying to teach them in that Zoom that failed. They really learned that, that bigger level of, hey, you can embrace failure, you move on. She kept going, we figured it out. And then we just, you know, moved on so from there. True. That's so true, Leah. That's so true. There's so much in what both of you just said. And you, you know what? One thing that really sticks out to me is something I, that I realized when I went home uh, one day uh, this week for lunch. I went home because I live only five minutes from here. And uh, you, you talk about, all, you said, Leah, all eyes are on teachers right now. That, that was not as clear to me as when I sat in and watched my kindergartner with a brand new teacher and all the parents were there too. Like teachers, teachers aren't ready for that. You know, they, there's enough pressure with, you know, preparing for your lessons and, and the kids in front of you in class. And now you've got parents watching you too. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, that talk about pressure and something that maybe, you know, at least it didn't, click to me like parents could be I don't, I don't know as much maybe not as much for high school kids but for elementary kids I mean the parents are right there with the younger kids watching so Jim you talked about like being unapologetically you and and just being yourself and I think that may be where a little bit of your theme you know from your website if people go there they'll see authentically you right so how how would you 
talk to a new teacher, what would you tell a new teacher, Jim or Leah, um, right now, um, knowing that this pressure is, is even more so than it ever has been? How would you encourage them to just be authentically you right now? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll give um, just, and I'll kind of piggyback off the topic we just had, but there's, there's a phrase that I like um, in turn, you know, just to go back, to, not to just focus on failure, but I, I think because it's going to happen a lot, it's important. But um, the phrase I give is that f- f- uh, failure breeds learning, learning breeds growth, and growth breeds success. Mm. So if we take all of that, like we're going to learn from what's going on, right? We're going to grow from it, and we're going to succeed as a result. And so I think like a lot of times I, I would imagine, um, you know, new teachers are probably in their own heads, you know, in, in this sense of like, like, oh my gosh, you know, they're all relying on me. Like, you know, we need to get this done this day. Uh, you know, everyone's watching, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, sometimes you just have to take a step back and like, what's the worst thing that could happen? What's the worst thing that could, like, if you, like, if the lesson plan doesn't go as, as planned today, you have tomorrow, you know, the sun's going to come up. And, and I think that like to not, cause you know, I can imagine like how much stock you, you know, you put into like every day to make sure you're, you know, you're on plan and you're going and like do that, you know, obviously, you know, as much as you can, but, uh, but, but the worst possible thing that could happen is that the next day you you, you refresh them on, you know, on, on what the lesson plan was. So it's just like, there's, there's not a scenario where like, it's tragic, you know, in my opinion. So like, right you know, don't, don't let, and, and I would hope that parents are going to take it easy. You know, <laughs> I, I would, I would hope, you know, obviously, um, you know, that's, that's, that's beyond me, but I, I think like to, 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 to breathe, relax, go in and like, no, no matter what happens, like you, you know, the sun will come up in the morning and, and you are trying your hardest. And that's the only thing you can possibly do is try your hardest. And, uh, and I know everyone's doing that. Right. So there's, I, I, that would be what, and I know Leah, you may have, you know, obviously being a teacher, that's just that, that's where my, my head is at, but I'll, I'll let you take sure. that. Yeah. No, I think, I think to like, even just when, you know, my, some of my students, when my, that are like scared to ask somebody to prom or something like that. And they're always like, should I ask them? I don't know. What if they say no? And I go, well, what if they say no? Then you're still where you started before. Like, and it's okay, you know, and you'll find somebody else or you'll go with friends or whatever. And and I, I, I relate that kind of to like the first, one of the first education college classes that I was in, the teacher flat out said to us, you will drop the ball. And I just, that stuck with me so long. Like you will drop the ball. And so like prepare yourself, like it's going to happen where something, some lesson is going to implode in your face and you will drop the ball. And what's important is that you pick that ball back up and you try again tomorrow, you know, and that it, I, that's the same philosophy that I have with just, you know, behaviors with students when something goes at a day, every day is a new clean slate, you know? And so that, that, that doesn't carry on if we had some conflict or whatever in class that tomorrow is a new day and, and we're going to start over. And so I think that we have to give ourselves that same, you know, forgiveness too, or if something goes wrong that you just start over and it's a clean slate and you have a new, you have a new approach to it. You have a new, whatever, and a new attitude on it too, I think is important that if you, if you dwell on it and just get so hard on yourself, then you're never, it's each day is just going to get harder and harder on yourself. And so I think that, yeah, just being who we, doing your best and just knowing that doing your best is the best you can do. That was what my parents always told me when it came to report card time is yeah, yeah. if I tried my hardest, that's all they could ask for. And I think that was a really positive 
message to have is yeah. too. I, I, lo I love that. There's so much there. I mean, I mean, do your best, know that you're going to mess up because we, that's what we do as humans. And, and like Jim, you said, like, what's the worst that can happen? Right. I mean, I mean, you, you grow from it, number one, or you look like a fool and you laugh at yourself and the kids laugh too. And then you try again the next day. You know, when I was, when I taught, I taught in middle school and I taught elementary and I, I picked elementary on purpose because if I messed up, I could just say recess and all the kids <laughs> loved me and we would run outside and play kickball instead like and then i could clear my head and i could restart <laughs> flawless was, yeah it was, it was flawless they never knew that i messed up they never knew except never. one kid except one never kid knew why they had so much recess best teacher ever <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what's important too is like you know we think about you know we talk about what we're so worried about what we teach students, but I think it's how we make them feel too. Obviously, you yes. can't just go to recess all the time, but they're not going to remember that you messed up. They're going to remember those fun kickball games that ended up being what happened at the end of the day and those memories that they made with you. And, and I think that that's, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, that's what's most important for a new teacher is they're not going to remember everything you teach them, but they're sure going to remember how you made them feel. Oh man, that is so true. It's so, you know what, we hear it all the time. And, and I, I, I hope people don't think it's too cliche because oh. it is so true. I can tell you what, I had a teaching partner. His name was Dan Hoffman. He's probably still at the same school where we played kickball, but he was out on that field as much as I was. And so he must've been messing up a lot too, but we had the ultimate kickball tournaments. And the kids remember that. I still keep in touch with those kids from a lot. Hey, remember, rem here's what they remember. Remember the voices you used to re use when you read to us? I thought it was kind of, you know, silly at first, but man, I do that with my own kids or my nephews right now. And then remember when we won that kickball tournament? And I'm like, no, I think that was Mr. Hoffman. I was like, no, I'm sure it was us. I'm sure it was us. That's the stuff they remember. They don't remember that I taught them hieroglyphs in, in ancient <laughs> Egyptian culture. They don't remember that stuff. I'm glad I taught it to them. They're going to need it. But, well, I mean, they might need it. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. That's a whole nother episode, what, what we really need to teach them. Right. Hey, Jim, as we, as we start to wrap up this uh, first ever inaugural episode, can you think of maybe three things that you want to leave our teachers with? Three pieces of advice, whether it's from, you know, your, your, your past, your, your current work. I mean, what, what are your experiences? What are three things that you could leave our, you know, leave teachers with? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, I'm a big rule of three guys. So I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you said that. I think I think three points are always good. Um, the first one uh, for me is celebrating little things. And so you know, that's that's each day and it's small victories, right? Start with a blank slate. And, and whatever the small things you do are, celebrate them. Like if you got out for a walk, celebrate that. Like if you, you know, you had a great Zoom call, whatever those, like we, we need to not focus on like the, the way end goal, but think short-term small victories. And I think that will really help your, your, you know, your mindset and, uh, and celebrate them. Like, you know, be like, heck yeah, I deserve that cookie, right? That's, 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 how, that's how it should go. Um, the second thing, uh, Lee, I know you've heard this before, but um, it's, I call it a gratitude challenge. And, and it's really sort of, you know, reframe my mindset. Um, you know, it, it's basically intentional gratitude uh, each day and tw twice a day. So, uh, so, when, so first is when you get up in the morning, immediately think of three things you're grateful for. So that could be you woke up on time, you're about to have a great breakfast, you know, and you're going to have a great, you know, 
lunch, whatever, whatever those three things might be, right? Have that in mind. And then conversely, when you go to bed, think of the three things from a day that you're most grateful for. So you had a great dinner, you taught a great lesson, you had a great call with your mom, you know, like what, like whatever those, and those are all subjective. Those are all, you know, you can go as deep or as, or as uh, simple, but framing your mind to be intentionally gratitude makes a big difference. And I've experienced that. Like I, I had a tough beginning of this summer and I started doing it and I could just feel myself. It's hard to be stressed out when you're grateful. That's, that's, that's what I've, yeah. I've yeah. Um, and, and, and it takes, you know, time to do that. It needs to become like habitual and routine. But when it, when it, you do get that, uh, it, it makes for, you know, a way better experience. Uh, and the third thing is really to control what you can control. That's, this is one of my favorite things. But I, I think, you know, when we start thinking about like the world and everything going on, it gets overwhelming. You know, we sort of have this mindset, like I can't do anything about it. And in my opinion, every day you can control three things. You can control your attitude, your energy, and your effort. And that's all, you know, beyond that, you can't do anything. So if you give hundred percent in all three of those areas, have a positive attitude, give your max effort and turn up on your energy, uh, you're going to have a good day. And, and, and I think approaching it that way, that rubs off. I mean, on, on every student, you know, if you walk in and you're ready to rock and you're going to control those three things, students notice that, you know, and they can tell you're, you know, you're ready to go and you're passionate about what you're doing. You know, you might as well show it on the outside too. And, and I think if you can, you know, if you can get that going every day, if you have gratitude, right, and you're celebrating small victories and you have a great attitude, great effort and great energy, you're, you're good to go, <laughs> in my opinion. So um, that's, you know, and that's all like tangible stuff, right? And it's small things that we can just, you know, commit to and it takes a commitment and it's tough because this year is tough and I get it. And, and I have to, you know, rethink this every day too of like, okay, no, okay, you need to be grateful. Like, let's start the day like that. And uh so if, if we can all do, you know, collectively do that and, uh, you know, and make it, make it a routine, I think it's, you know, I think it can make everything look a lot different. Wow. Love, love that. Love that advice, Jim. Three things. Listen, people, small victories, gratitude challenge and control what you can control. Right. I mean, those that's, that's so simple, but yeah, I think you're so right. I mean, that takes practice. You need to be intentional about it. You, that's a key word there to develop habits. And then, and then, like you said, it's really hard to be, to be um, down in the dumps if you're intentionally, you know, gracious and showing gratitude. I love that, man. I love that. Yeah. And, and one thing to add to that, to this too, like, if you you go a day without doing one of those, that's okay. Like wake up tomorrow and do it yeah. again. You know, so it's like don't. I think like I don't want this to be like an if you don't do this, like you're in trouble. You know, don't be hard on yourself. Just just chill. Maybe do the one you're feeling. Wake up tomorrow. It's a new day, and maybe this will be good. But I, the the more we reframe our mindsets to be like that, I think the better off we're going to be. And and we need that you know contagious spirit now more than more than ever. And I think that will help us get there. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I love it. Jim, if our listeners want to connect with you further, if they want to, if they want to get into these things with you, if they want to reach out and connect with you, how can they do that? Yeah, they can uh, send me uh, mail, uh, snail mail. No, <laughs> I have a, I have a website. Uh, that website is www.goauthenticyou.com. Um, I, I have an email too. I can just get that out right here. If, uh, that's, that's, uh, Jim with two M's L O V E the number zero at Gmail. Okay. Um, and you can see all of that on, on, on the website. I would just start there and, and, and there's a contact me form and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all in, you know, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to do this semester and, and, uh, you know, I'm ready to support and, and give motivation wherever it's needed. 
Great, great. Well, we'll put all we'll put all your contact information in the show notes so that people can uh, can see that there too if they want if they want to reach out to you and and uh, ask you a question or just reach out for whatever reason. So, listen, we I mean, Leah, I don't know about you, but what a great first episode, right? I mean, I know I'm a little biased, but I, I always love talking with my good friend Jim. Absolutely. Hey, likewise for you both. I'm very grateful for both of you. It's Absolutely. been thank you so much for agreeing to coming on the show today and kicking off our inaugural season of Warrior EDU. And uh, teachers, we want to hear from you. If you want to be on the show, let us know. We we would love to get you into the war room as well. Jim, thank you so much. We look forward to talking to you soon. Leah, I'll talk to you next time. Let's talk to you next time, Jim. Thank you both. Hey, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> We talk all the time, so. That's right. Talk to you in an hour. <laughs>